This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thank you to Feels for sponsoring this episode of our show. Thank you, Feels. Jake, I don't know if you experience stress or anxiety or chronic pain or anything like that. I experience all those things, and I experience them acutely and a lot. Well, CBD will help, and Feels is premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. Okay, okay. That's that's good. I need that. Uh, they naturally help reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. They even sent us some Feels, and I gotta say, I did feel more relaxed after taking it. Oh, good for you. You place a few drops of Feels under your tongue, and you feel the difference within minutes. And if you're new to CBD, Feels offers free mm-hmm. CBD hotline help to guide your personal experience. Well, that's helpful. Yeah. That's nice. But there's nothing to be scared about. I'm a noob, and I took it, and I enjoyed it. So you can join the Feels community to get your Feels delivered directly to your door every month and save money off every order. You can pause or cancel any time. Huge. Feels has me feeling my best every day, so you can become a member today by going to feels.com slash if I were you to get 50% off your first order with free shipping. 50%? 50%? That's half off, baby. Half off. Yeah, it's at least half off. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash if I were you to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Check it out. Thank you, feels. Yo, been listening since day one. one. Get chicks since day none. I mean, I ain't really had shit to do since Jake and the meal was done. Not gonna lie, I might have had the tear in my eye. I still get with chicks though. No, that ain't the issue. I learned that shit from the pinch hole. I appreciate all of the info. For that time, made you an intro. That was the time I did to do well. But now I'm here like me well. But I'm in a sticky situation as well. And I just don't know who to tell. I was hoping you could offer me some kind of help. I'm stuck in the first world country's hell. If I were you. What you know about If I were you Take a mirror and house I said if I were you If you be in doubt If I were you Guess who's in the house It's if I were you What you know about If I were you Take a mirror and house I said if I were you If you be in doubt That was Aus Aus Of course You guys want to take guesses on how to spell Aus? No <laughs> okay, because you're halfway there. Uh, Emily Gordon. Hi. Let hello. me introduce you it's, right off the bat. It, that that was a great theme song. Yeah, right. I really liked it a lot. It sounds like Deep Owls. Yeah, it was, it was very Deep Owls. Uh, where is that guy from? Because how do I get that accent? <laughs> uh, oddly enough, he just says he's from the UK, the Netherlands. He has to be from the Netherlands. <laughs> he feels German. Have you guys heard speak the Hungarian rapper? No. Well, everybody at home listening to this, and you guys afterwards, you're gonna have to Google that. He's speak a, the Hungarian. It's a a rapper who's Hungarian and his backing musical group, and they do a song about war where he references 9-11, Tupac, a million things, and it is just a treasure. <laughs> it is a treasure to behold. This guy sounds better than that. This uh, guy's awesome. This guy's Aus. A-U-W-S. A-U-W-S. That is not how I spelled it. <laughs> yeah. How A U W S. Yeah. No E either. Pronounced like house without the H, he says. So okay. Yeah. Oh, he's on YouTube. Aus94 and SoundCloud. Aus Al Gabori. Aus90. He couldn't just get Aus on YouTube? I guess Spelled not. Spelled like that? That get was Aus. already taken? Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. I want to watch him rap. I want to see what his face looks like. Yeah, we well, go you to a can concert. if we go to his YouTube channel. I will. Or what if we go to the UK? What if we go to a show? <laughs> 
Should we just go to the UK right now? Like wherever he recorded that, like a, a dingy basement somewhere. <laughs> I feel like we should have that sound effect board where we can, like, us, like, walking, getting into a car. And yeah. The sound yeah. Of, and the, the sound, sound of, of a airplane. flight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to the song. Hi, we're in the UK now. Do, 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 do. <laughs> knock, knock, knock. House? <laughs> Are you in the house? <laughs> Is house in the house? <laughs> oh, it's perfect. That's what he'll say when he's on stage. Oh, that's a great point. Yeah. <laughs> can we be his publicist? <laughs> Alice, if you're listening, at the very least, Emily wants to be your publicist. <laughs> no, you guys are coming with me or I'm not doing it. <laughs> it's a trifecta. <laughs> so, Emily, how do our fans know you? Or maybe if they don't, who are you? Maybe, yeah. Why are you here? Why am I here? Uh, I am a writer and a um, stand-up producer. Those are my main two jams. The and big two. I produce a show called The Meltdown with Jonah and Kumail. Which Ever is, heard of it? It's a maybe. Uh, it's a live stand-up show in LA that's also a TV series for Comedy Central. We've done two seasons so far, and I'm in I'm in that because we show backstage, so that's fun for me. That's cool. And then I write a bunch of stuff all over the internet. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. just wrote a book. Whoa, which is on the internet now. Yeah, well, no, not the whole thing. Obviously, buy it, but you can order it. Yes, it's available for pre-order now. Oh, It'll be shoot. out in two days. What's the deal with the book? The book is like a self-help guide. Uh, that's funny, but like not like a joke self-help guide. It actually is like a genuine self-help guide, uh, but it is also mixed with like terrible stories from my childhood oh. and my teenage years and my now years, all of my years, essentially. <laughs> all uh, of the years. Because <laughs> there's a lot to go around. So it's like half memoir, half self-help, and uh, it's called Super You. What was the worst year you had? Oh my God, what there's year? so many. Yeah, the most terrible. What was the worst year? I think there were really some... You don't have to question. go, you don't have to go into any question. detail other than just the year. I think maybe like middle school years were pretty rough mm -hmm. in general. And then like early 20s years, not so great. Yeah. Yeah. There were a couple <laughs> in there that were not amazing, but middle school and then high school, I kind of started figuring stuff out a little bit and I was super angry, but I was like, I, I had become like a goth kid. So then I was oh, like, cool. I had like a racket going. Yeah. But before I figured that out, I was just this like amorphous blob that was like miserable <laughs> all the time. So and that you was have, pretty did bad. Did you have braces? Uh, no, I didn't have braces, but I was overweight and I was uh, just like a sad little creature. Yeah. <laughs> when you're in eighth grade, I had braces, acne, and I was way too thin. I was Ooh. like not comfortable in any yeah. facet of any anything i still showered with a bathing suit on i was just what so cute, like in weird science i showered with a bathing suit on until i was like 14 why in at your home or at school at my house because you were well, a never nude i was well i had there were so many people in my family and there and there were no locks on the any of the bathrooms oh so it was like a I. but i mean i still was my family i could have been naked i don't yeah. know why i was just is it just shy. an israeli thing because my family was like if i'm showering my mom's coming in taking the laundry out is that weird or is that normal yeah. that's weird that's weird yeah a little bit. oh that's weird yeah you might be so brothers so walking in peeing while i'm Ooh, taking a yeah. bath i don't think it's I, mean, I don't think that's that i had sisters so that's weird the gender if there's like yeah if there's male you had like all brothers i think that's totally normal in i, and I out, could walk in while my brother's showering but like if, if the shower's going i never knew who was in there so you didn't want to walk in and i wasn't trying to walk in on my sisters in the shower you i don't want that confusing thing happening no i didn't want that on my brain what for the rest of my life good? oh god you don't want that no <laughs> I, I i had a roommate a female roommate once and she would use the toilet while i was in the shower like she would poop while I was showering. Oh no! Yeah, that's a I'm different level okay of intimate. That. I wouldn't be into that because it would smell. You can <laughs> smell it. 
Yeah. I actually, yeah. That, that person just got married, so I pulled up a photo of that action happening because my third roommate, the door was open, so he like took a photo because he was having such a fun time. She with also it. took a shit with the door open. Yeah. It was like some. Who is I don't this know. Person? Well, camp, I did that man. too. It's I don't college. know. It was, it was college. It was okay. camp. It was everything was open. Yeah. No, I, I, I <laughs> no. like, I can say that, but also I never did that. So yeah. it's kind of weird. I didn't do that. And I still, like, uh, I'm married now and, like, we have a strict, like, n- no, no peeing in front of each other. None of that stuff. Yeah. Like, I, th- I guess I would pee in front of my, but, like, pooping in front of somebody, it's like, I want to still be attracted exactly. to that person. That's why we do it. That's why we don't even pee in front of each other. Because, like, we want to keep the magic, a little bit of yeah. the magic alive. Mm. Totally. As much as possible. I respect that a lot. And some people can still do that while peeing in front of each other. I don't think that no. my husband and I can. We're I've done. I've had girlfriends in the past who have, like, we've pooped in front of each other. And it, like, it really ruins it a little bit. Yeah. You don't want to have sex with somebody you just watched shit. Just come out of their buttholes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't even put deodorant on in front of my husband. <laughs> really? I'm like, Very yeah, we, romantic. like, keep it, like, Yeah. This is a, you, sort of an intimate photo? photo, but it's kind of, it's funny, right? I, <laughs> you, I, I mean, you're not taking a shower right what's there. You, with you? I, was, I think I was taking a, or a, I was taking a bath or I crouched down like I was taking a, a bath. Sh- a shame bath. It looks like yeah. you look ashamed <laughs> yeah. of yourself. I was, I mean, I was ashamed. I it's was a very good booty tooch you've got going. You really, what's, what's a you booty pop tooch? that hip up so it looks like an, it's a nice shape. You oh. created good angles for yourself in that photo. Oh, Her, she could do better. Yeah. But you did great. <laughs> uh, so what, why did you, what, what gives you the right to write a self-help book? Where yeah. do you get off good you're, where do i you're get a off? comedy producer <laughs> i before i did any of this stuff i um i have a master's in couples and family therapy and mm. i was a practicing therapist for about six and a half years so that's the that's, that's the real thing that's the real practicing thing. masters you learned oh i you, learned you know you are I a master licensed. i so, don't know that i'm a master you are the, yeah i think you are the master oh, as shit. it is as it stands right now oh <laughs> not good <laughs> so jake and i have an advice podcast we don't have any of that stuff we don't have credentials we yeah have experience you guys should have probably is, stop then right is it is <laughs> well, this I have illegal? A BFA. our first question is is this illegal <laughs> <laughs> am i under arrest <laughs> i think and that's the thing like i don't even know that i think what sarah what separates therapist like people are always asking me for my advice but i most of my advice comes from just me being a person in the world and going having gone through a bunch of bullshit and then so i for that you're completely yeah, totally a, qualified where you got that? and then i also have some book learning on top of that mm-hmm. yeah book learning to supplement the real life learning seems yeah. like that's where it's at that's yeah. the key so we get we, we we usually get questions that are a little lighthearted and then we're like maybe we should choose some real questions that I'm we so wouldn't scared. answer we want to just make sure that you don't have fun on the podcast I'm yeah, so scared really right now. I mean, we could, they're not that dark but it's just stuff they're like oh i don't know how i would answer that yeah so, yeah Okay. We've got a a professional in our midst. I feel like we should. And I will say, not practicing now. Everybody needs to be aware of that. Is that that is that a thing though? Like, are you out of practice? Do you get rusty with your? I I probably am rusty with like sitting down across from a person and being like getting them to like tell me about their problems. But uh, I I've been that's when I started freelance writing. I was only writing like mental health stuff and like advice columns and stuff like that. So that's how I've, to my parents, like, hey, you remember that master's degree I spent all my time and all my money on? This is what I'm using it for. (laughs) (laughs) I have an advice column on Tumblr. (laughs) But it's a good advice column. I read it sometimes. Oh, thank you. I wouldn't have thought of that. I appreciate it. What is the the Uh, the, That one's called emilyvgordon.tumblr.com and the Tumblr is called Do You Think You're Pretty? Oh, that's good. Which is what a, uh, the origin story of that is that I was in middle school uh, 
waiting outside uh, for my parents to pick me up along with one of the most popular girls in my middle school. <gasps> and she stared at what me. What was her name? Did she have a cool name? I'm not going to say her name. Let's say it was like Bethany. Oh, classic. Well yeah. <laughs> uh, she had like mall bangs because this was the 80s. Uh, gorgeous, oh. but also like trashy kind of because it's North Carolina. And she stared at me for like 30 seconds and then went... Do you think you're pretty? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I don't. My brain like melted out of oh, my ears. What, are, like, what can you say to that? There's no good answer. I'm still trying to figure out that answer. And it stuck with me for how all of these years. What yeah, a mean thing to she, say. I wonder if she remembers saying it. No. No way. She doesn't even slightly remember saying it. I wonder That's what she's doing part. now. Oh, I know what she's doing now. It's not great. She's the CFO of a Fortune 500 She's company. She's not super happy. I don't. I try not to take joy from that, but every once in a while I do. You should comment that on her Facebook page someday. <laughs> I think you're pretty. Yeah. Oh, God. Ugh. Anyway, that's where the name of my Tumblr comes from. That's awesome. Are you glad in retrospect that somebody did that to you one day? Sure. All these things. It's all origin story stuff, right? Yeah. 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 It's all makes you who you are. Beautiful. Uh, so this is a real email from a real person. We should give, like you said, uh, you didn't want to out that person. Do you have a fake name to give this person just to preserve Ronaldo. Whoa. <laughs> she I'm was really itching. Great. <laughs> Soccer player. <laughs> Ronaldo writes, Hey guys, I've been dating this amazing girl for the last six months. We met on Tinder, thanks Jake, and have been inseparable ever since. She came at just the right time as I had a breakup just a few months before I met her. And I guess you'd have to call her, quote unquote, the rebound. But it wasn't just about sex or anything. I really do love her. She's smart, funny, dorky, and the sweetest girl I've ever met. Everyone loves us as a couple because we're so similar, and it really seems like we belong together. Now, here's the problem. <laughs> She's a lion. <laughs> Sorry. I've been feeling unsatisfied for a while now. I don't love her like I used to. She's one of my best friends, and I know that I love her, but I don't think that I'm in love with her. We're young, so this was always meant to be just a fling. She really depends on me, so I'm afraid what, of what will happen if I break up with her. She's crazy in love with me, and that's the problem. She has a history of depression and hurting herself, and I could never forgive her if she hurt herself because of me. She lives with her dad, and I live with my parents. She doesn't have a good thing going at home. Her parents are divorced, and her dad can be a prick, and her stepmom and her stepsister can be worse. She doesn't go to college and just goes to work. She's had a really rough life. She's almost lived in poverty for most of her life. I love her so much, and I hate feeling this way. Of course, I want us to stay friends, but I know that never happens. I just want out of this relationship, but it just makes me feel like a piece of shit. I might just be, it might just be that this is not the right time, but I'm not sure if it will ever be the right time. I just want to be a good guy. Please, please, please help me love Ronaldo. A lot of stuff. Split personality, I I've, think. I feel like there were three distinct parts to this. The first part was, amazing girl. I love her so much. Second part was, I do not like this girl. Yeah. Third part was, this girl's sob story. Yeah. Oh, God. And I will say that the things that men do to because they want to be nice guys are often some of the most damaging things you can do to women. Oh, yeah. interesting. They're For like, example, oh, I want to be a good guy and I want to say, I want to like, I've got to be like the nicest guy and, and like, I don't want to hurt her. But in not hurting her, you're with someone you actively resent. And that hurts someone way worse. Oh. Like, that's way more damaging. I also think there's some sort of weird complex that a guy. Or maybe just people in general, but someone has to be like, I am your source of happiness. Exactly. You are nothing without me. Exactly. So if I go away, I your world crumbles do. and you die. You're a little baby. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah. that's not true. Yeah. Like this girl existed and did fine up until six months ago when they <laughs> met. And now that you're in a bad relationship, you think what? Do you think this is somehow good for her mental health that you're with her when you actively don't want to be with her? And I'm sure she can feel that and kind of sense that. Right. Uh, so all the things she doesn't have going for her, like her poverty and work situation. Now she also has a boyfriend who dislikes her. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't dislike her, though. He's just, you know, like he's no longer in. He loves her, but he's not in but you love with her. He's staying with her out of pity. It's not love. Right. God, you're good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> Taking the words right out of my mouth. You're very good. I, I don't That's the highest when, compliment of all. When guys put ladies on pedestals and are like, well, this little creature I've got to take care of and she doesn't have anything without... She'll be fine. I promise you. I don't know this girl. But you don't think she'll be sad as when it happens? Of course she'll be sad. But you know what? She can handle sadness. She's a grown-ass woman. Whoa. Uh, grown-ass ladies can handle being sad for a little bit. You staying with someone because you're afraid that they'll be bummed when you break up with them is not enough of a reason to stay with them. It's not fair to her. Not fair to you. She'll be bummed. Anybody who gets dumped, anybody who goes through a breakup will be bummed. It's okay to be bummed. And then you right. can kind of bounce back from it and you can kind of learn from it and move on. She gets, she's grown up enough to do that. I don't know her, but if she's like every other human on the planet, she's grown up enough to do that. But I feel like this is a very common thing is I don't want to break up because uh, I'm going to quote unquote be the bad person. Yes. I don't want to be like, oh, I'm hurting this thing that I, I care about a lot. Yeah. And then you break up with them and then you can't console them, can you? You can't be the one no. to console them. Because so then do you have to be like a, a, a meanie and be like, sorry, we're broken up. Go find help somewhere else. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. I mean, that's what breakups are. Like, who, why on earth do you feel the need to be the sun and moon and stars for someone? Like, this happens all the time. Breakups happen all the time. For the most part, every relationship you're in will end up ending. Oh. And just because, I mean, not mine, of course, because I'm married very happily. But and he is my sun, moon, and stars, he and I is am my his. soulmate, and I love it forever. And, uh, but I, I just, like, why are you pity like pity staying with her like she's a tiny little fragile chick that can't handle so why is he what's um, the answer to that because i also feel like i feel like a, a lot of guys want to be that for women they want to be i think it comes from a good place but it's a, a misinformed place. Pl it's totally misinformed yes i had a girl the first time this happened i i um was like trying to break up with someone but i was like dragging my feet i was like i don't want to be an asshole i we were together for a long time and one day she just like called me out on it she's like if you want to break up with me, do it. I can handle it. I know oh, you think that I, I can't. Her. Yeah, she was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're and like, now I don't want to. And I was like, because that was so okay. cool. She basically just, she was just like, do it. I, you know, like I dare a, you. Like uh, the bad guy in a movie, just being like, pull the trigger. Yeah, pointing yeah. the gun at yeah. his forehead. Like she put the gun. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and it was like I didn't have this. It, w it wasn't her that didn't have the strength to survive the breakup. It was me that didn't have the strength to do it to inflict any kind of harm. On anyone, but that's right. part of what being in life is, is that sometimes you're the one hurting another person and you don't, someone you care about. And sometimes you're the one being hurt by someone that you care about. Right. It's just how the world works. And it's, it's a bummer, but you're like, I think guys are often given this message that they're supposed to be like a prince to the right. woman that a they're protector. dating, a protector. And so part of what they're protecting the woman from is their feelings, right. <laughs> which aren't love. <laughs> they're like, I have to protect her from the fact that I don't like her. Like, that's not that's not part of the deal. Like, she right. she can handle that. What she can't handle. And it's is ultimately more helpful towards so everybody's, like, personal growth. Yeah. To, you know what Ingrid Michaelson says? Of course. We all know what Ingrid Michaelson says. Every broken says. heart in the world still beats. <gasps> It's pretty beautiful lyric, actually. And she's Swedish. And you should hear her sing it. It's pretty cool. <laughs> 
Yeah, and you're not like a heartless creature if you break up with someone because you don't want to be with them. You're it's to me it's more heartless to stay with someone that you don't want to be with. I right. just I mean ultimately how many it comes out. Your advice tumbler has people can ask you questions. Yes. How many questions are about I don't I breaking up is hard and I don't know how to do it. Almost 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 all of them. <laughs> a lot of them, yeah. It's yeah. a common thing. Everybody wants permission from someone else to do a breakup because they they want to be absolved of feeling like a bad guy. And oh. bad girl, that is genderless. Like yeah. everybody wants to be absolved of feeling like a bad person, but it doesn't make you a bad person to to hurt someone every if you're doing it for the right reasons. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that right. sounds bad. Like, is it almost like the sadness you're giving them isn't negative, necessarily negative? Yeah. Like, like yeah. yeah, you're giving them a new emotion, sadness, <laughs> and you've given them happiness, and now you can give them anger, and it's just yeah, it's part of all being human. Relationships change. That's what they do. Like, and not all of them are positive changes, but they end up. If it's you don't want to be with someone that doesn't want to be with you, like right. If you if this if this girl found out, like, hey, your boyfriend is with you because he thinks you can't handle being alone. Do you want to be with him? Right. <sighs> oh no, I don't. Let's send her that email. <laughs> oh God, just forward it to her. We should Let's start being. Vigilante superheroes like We don't that. need to be cruel. <laughs> we don't need to be cruel. But we do need to be cool. Yep. Be mm-hmm. cool, not cruel. It's <laughs> a good slogan, actually. I wonder... Aus, can you turn that into a song? Aus, if you're out the house there, uh, do you think... This is a completely metaphorical... Not really metaphorical, but a question that can't be answered. Uh, <laughs> of all the breakups in America this year, what percentage was the is the guy breaking up with the girl and the girl breaking up Ooh, with the guy? Ooh, that's a good question. Do you think it's 50-50? I think it is, right? I don't know. Because that question could have just as easily exactly come from a 50, girl. 50. It's yeah. probably close, but you know. <laughs> I mean, it can be if it's an even amount of people. Now, let's say... Uh, <laughs> what are the chances, though? What are the chances? Five, oh, my God. 42, exactly. whatever the other of that is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, of your the questions you receive, you're not getting them mostly from dudes or dudettes. Uh, I'm getting... It's a pretty equal split. And sometimes I don't even know, which I think is awesome, too, because I find when I'm reading the questions and there's no gender mention, I'll put on it whatever I'm thinking then I have to back away and be like oh this could be a dude or a lady I have no concept could be straight relationship could be gay one I have no I have no way of knowing well I got one from a lady for sure let's do this are you ready I'm ready all right <clears throat> we did pretty well in that performance yeah that's good Nailed yeah. That. Yeah. Uh, 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 do you have a fake lady name <laughs> Ronaldo Cristela which one Cristela Cristela's good yeah like Cristela Hey guys, so I'm in quite the predicament. My boyfriend and I have been dating for about a month now, and at first I was sort of sexually attracted to him, but now I'm becoming grossed out by him. For example, his neck hair really freaks me out, and his moobs make me think that I'm cuddling with an overweight 12-year-old. Am I just being... Oh, man man boobs. boobs. Got it. Am I just being a shallow piece of shit? He has a great personality, but I can't see myself ever being with him sexually, which is kind of a big deal for him. And it's really becoming harder to put off sex. Should I break up with him? I think he should be with someone who can willingly be with him sexually. If so, what should I tell him my reason is? I think I might be gay, so I could just tell him that. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Thanks. Again, with a turn. There's twisty turnies on the (laughs) end. These are all written by M. Night Shyamalan. (laughs) Wow. Uh, also, the year is 1600. <laughs> is it shallow? It's a monster. Is it shallow to break up with someone? Some, because you're not sexually attracted to them? I don't think so. I think it's also if, if it's been a month, to me, that's not a very long period of time. I, 
Yeah, you don't really need to construct a super thought out reason. If it's only been a month, I feel like you just say, hey, this isn't working out out for me. I don't think it's necessary to look a human being in the eye and be like, I'm not, I'm breaking up with you because your man boobs make me feel disgusted. Yeah. Like there's no reason. Yeah. Yeah. Physical attraction or your physical appearance isn't something you can really work on, I guess a little bit. Yeah. But I wouldn't. I don't want an exit interview where somebody tells me I'm ugly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And there's somebody who will be attracted to this guy. And I'm I'm also wondering, were you sexually attracted to him at first and somehow it went away? She said sort of. So it seemed sort like it was, she was giving it a try and then it tipped in the no. And I feel like sometimes when you're with someone who has a great personality, you'll start to like love the things about them that maybe would have grossed you out before oh, in other people. Yeah. But it also goes the other way that once you notice something. Oh, yeah. I, here's what I've found. I've done in relationships. I'm with a guy. I kind of... I can tell it's not like it's not great. It's not right. There's something. Sorry, name off names. About just it. what's the guy? Just just Jack. The, okay, great. Ronaldo. No, no. Uh, and it's not going right. And then I'll find something like in a very Seinfeldian manner yeah. and be like, Crystal, like just like that's the thing. Yeah. He's got back hair. Well, fuck that shit. I can't yeah. handle back hair. Yeah. And and then that becomes the world is like that guy's back hair. When really it's about like we're just not compatible. I might be gay. There's a bunch of things going on. Yeah. But I say it's about that because it's the easiest, most concrete thing. Right. Something that you can latch onto and explain to your friends. And exactly. Like, and it's oh, way yeah, I don't like him. He has too much neck hair. He has man boobs. Right. I, there was a guy I dated that thought it was okay to just fart it, like, and like, at like cocktail parties. Like oh. did not like loudly and like thought it was just like a cool, fun <laughs> thing to do. Uh-huh. And I, I was like, this dude sounds awesome, right? And it was not just that; it was that we were incompatible in a million different ways. Sure. But it's so much funnier and so much better to tell your friends like, well, "This guy fucking farted at right. every," and thought it was fine to fart in like business meetings. Uh, but it's, it's not really about Amir, that. Actually, yeah, I will fart. I will fart. Yeah, I'm a farter. You're a farter. Uh, do you fart in front of your husband? We don't. <gasps> Isn't that crazy? No farting either. No farting. That's it's, really. It is a little nuts. We You're holding it in. A long, he, we excuse ourselves. We don't need to get super into it, into the, all the details, but wow. yeah, it's just like it's, one of us will excuse ourselves and, and be like, I'm going to go to the bathroom and that's probably what's going on. Do you wish the, the fart gates were to open? No, I'm fine with <laughs> it. You're fine with it. Yeah, the fart yeah. And I think that is different for everybody. And yeah. so I have no qualms with people that do fart and couples I that do. The, I, the way I've always done it is like fart gates halfway halfway open a jar if i farted as much as i always fart in yeah. front of like a significant terrifying other, yeah they'd run they'd run <laughs> they wouldn't run right. they would, they they would first come they'd out, be they're blown like, back kind of cute. it's like oh you're, we're all tooting here this is nice <laughs> and then like i just have like loud smelly wet sounding parts yeah <laughs> like you don't want to have that in front of somebody uh, yeah do the ladies reciprocate your the farting Nobody can, I mean, nobody farts as much as I do, except for you, I think. <laughs> and that's why you guys are meant for each other. Yeah. <laughs> Amir's my soulmate, and I will die alone. Like, if it happens in our house, it's not, like, a huge deal, but, like... And I was like, at some point, this will probably change, but it's been, like, eight years now. Yeah, at this it point. Hasn't. Yeah. I think we got it locked in. All right. Yeah. <laughs> eight years makes a habit. <laughs> right? That's what they say. The eight-year itch, or whatever. Uh, so, you say... It is not shallow to break up with someone because you're not sexually attracted to them. It's no. a huge part that's, of a relationship. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and the, also, if you might be gay, yeah, that's a, that's figure a that thing. out. If yeah. you're not sexually attracted to him, not because he's unattractive, but because he he doesn't have a vagina, yeah, then get in there, give yeah. that a try. Do For you sure? Do you owe somebody an excuse? What do you mean? I'm breaking up with you. Oh. Do I have to tell you why? Why? Why are you breaking up with me? Yeah, what, that's that's what a, so what obviously I do? yes. Yeah. <laughs> See, I think. Um, 
I don't think you owe them anything. I think the the kind thing to do is to give some closure, but it's never, it's really on, closure comes within you. It doesn't come from another person, really, ultimately. We want to mm. believe that someone is like, here's your key to yeah. the city. But really, it's like on us to kind of get the closure. But I think it's a kind thing to do, even if it's a little bit of a massaged truth. Right. Yeah. I, but yeah. I think that's also the best way to, because the danger in saying like, why, why are you breaking up with me? Well, I don't really like your neck hair and I don't like your man boobs. I'll go to the gym and I'll shave. And then oh, you're yeah, like, and then I fixed oh. it. Yes. Like, you don't want the problem to be fixable. If, if you're saying, like, Ooh, why, do you break, why are you breaking up with me? I think the best thing to do is to always be like, I'm not emotionally invested in this and I don't see myself getting there. Right. Yeah. And then what does somebody say to that? Yeah, it has to be an unfixable problem. And then it's also, it helps that if it's on you. It's not like, oh, it's nothing. Right. But then that's the whole, that's why it's like, not you, it's me. Yeah, well, that's the that's cliche rough. and you never want to say it's not you, it's me. But there are, you can put it on yourself. And yeah. But isn't everything both them and you? Like they're one the way and you're reacting. I always, especially when working with couples, you think of it's three things in the room. It's the one person, the second person, and then the relationship between them is a third thing. Mm. It's like its own, it's like it's, its own existence. It has like a pulse. It like has ways that it works. Like it's a different I love beast. that visual. That's yeah. Cool. And so you, you can, you have two people, but you also have this thing they created. It's almost like a baby that they've made, which is how they relate to each other. A little other. shadow figure in the back. <laughs> So I think it is always a, both people in some ways. Right. Um, but that doesn't mean it's like, well, you get 40% like an insurance after an accident. Like you have 40% of the blame and you have 60%. Like ultimately those numbers don't matter. But yeah, if, it's like the point is it, this isn't going to work. Like that's always like this right. isn't going to work. I'm sorry. Sucks. That's the closure. Gotta yeah. go. Yeah. Gotta, gotta go. You don't have to know exactly why. It just is. And I've definitely had those things where I've been dumped and then like just like frantically being like, I can I can fix it. I, I can change. You. I can change. Do you really want to be with someone that you're having to like beg to come back to you? That's like, right. I've, I've gotten them to come back. And then when they did, I'm like, oh, this feels bad too. It's yeah. bad all the way. What you want is a time machine to go back to before this felt bad. That's what you want. And you can't have that. Mm -hmm. It sucks. And you can't have a time machine. Breaking up is the next best thing. It's <laughs> sort of like a time machine to the future. Ooh. <laughs> Like the Doctor Who, you kids like Doctor Who. <laughs> uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> Doctor Whom. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, we we're gonna take a break. Okay. Just a real quick one to thank a few sponsors, but then we'll be right back. If you if you promise not to leave, so you can, we can we can we can borrow your brain for more, some more wisdom. Cool. Uh, we'll be back with more Emily right after this. Thank you to All Form for sponsoring this episode of our show. Oh, yeah, baby. Well, if you've been listening to the show, you know we love our Helix mattresses. Correct. So, in an exciting turn of events, Helix has gone beyond the bedroom and started making sofas. What? They just launched a new company called Allform, and they're starting to make premium customizable sofas and chairs shipped right to your door. Major, you park your ass on an Allform, don't you? You got one of those. Yeah. They sent me a sofa, a couch, and it was incredibly big and roomy and sturdy. It was firm but okay. fair. It was fancy and great, and it came in boxes, and I assembled it myself in less than an hour. Good on you, brother. It was all done with fast, free shipping, and there's nobody in your house putting it together. It's just you, and it just doesn't take that much effort or time. That's good. That's good for these current days where I, I don't want strangers in my house. Exactly. And they also have a forever warranty that's literally forever. So you can find your perfect oh. sofa today at allform.com slash if I were you. Allform.com slash if I were you. Yeah. And that'll give you 20% off your couch order. 
actually yeah, off all orders damn damn so if you're in the market for a new couch or chair and you don't want anybody in your home uh check them out and you can get 20 percent off your order by going to allform.com slash if i were you oh yeah baby thanks all form Thank you to Helix for sponsoring this episode of our show. Yes, you know I love Helix. Jake, you have a Helix mattress. I sleep on one every night. Yes, that's true. How is that for a vote of confidence slash approval? Mm-hmm. I love it. I love my Helix. So you know already that Helix Sleep has a quiz that just takes two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preference to the perfect mattress for you. Yes, I took the quiz. I took it with my wife because they can they can blend the two sides of the mattress so she can have a soft and I can have a firm. Oh, very nice. Now that's the goat. I remember you guys yes. got into a huge fight while taking the test, right? It was, yeah, it was a blow up. It was a blow up fight, but we were going through other shit. <laughs> we had other shit. Helix Sleep was... It wasn't just Yeah, that. okay. It was a awarded the number one best overall mattress uh pick of 2019 by gq and wired so it's not just us cool gq and wired likes them too yeah and i'm happy to get into the details of the fight so people can wait it doesn't matter who's who's yeah right that, that part okay. doesn't matter all right sure you just go to helix yeah, yeah just go to helixsleep.com slash if i were you you take that two minute sleep quiz you don't necessarily have to get into a mm-hmm. fight with anybody while you're doing it. just take that two minute quiz to, but some people and, <laughs> some people are spoiling for a fight sometimes yeah. and that's part of the issue okay yeah they'll match you with a customized mattress that'll give you the best sleep of your life and now Right now, they're offering our listeners $200 off all mattress orders. That's pretty good. Whoa, that's huge. To get that coupon, all you got to do is go to helixsleep.com slash if I were you. That's helix, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash if I were you for up to $200 off. Damn. Thank you, Helix. And we're back. All right. What a great ad that was. Uh, I like the ad. Didn't you like the ad? The ads were good. I like that specific ad specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't recorded it by the time I'm talking, but I'm sure it will be very good. Time machine. What, yeah. When we have <laughs> aired it, machine. this episode, it will hopefully have been recorded. Yeah, and you it will have been good. Just like dead air for 90 seconds, and then we're back. <laughs> we're like, how great was that ad? <laughs> Emily, what's your podcast? Oh, yes. I have a podcast. I didn't even mention that. I have a podcast uh, called The Indoor Kids that's about... Video games, but it's also uh, about basically anything that keeps you indoors. So movies, TV shows, books. Board mm-hmm. games. Yeah, board games. We yeah. just went to a board game convention oh, yeah. in Indiana. It was pretty fun. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, it was super fun, in fact. It was just like an airplane hangar with nothing but like conference tables. And then oh, just... Oh, that actually sounds really dope. Shit, tons of people playing games all day long. Was it in Indiana- Indianapolis? Indianapolis, yeah. Indianapolis. It's called Gen Con. Super fun. Amazing. Cool. Did yeah. you record there? We ended up, no, we, we, I mean, we recorded from like the floor as we were walking around, but we didn't like do like a live show there. Right. But um, I did get a bunch of Legend of Zelda jigsaw puzzles. Oh, shit. I do like a good jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> it's great. There's nothing more if you're like an anxious human being. Oh, than doing a puzzle. Oh, man. It slows me down way more than like video games or anything else these days. It's like a great, it just feels like yeah, it's zen. zen. It's yeah. the equivalent of that little rake on the sand. Yeah. But no, oh, yeah, like, getting a piece. Nothing feels better than getting a piece. Oh, and having it like make that little noise oh, yeah. when it snaps Nothing in. zends me out about doing a puzzle. I get so <laughs> amped. I'm like, all right, get all the pieces. All right, all the corners here. We need to do the outlet. Don't look at the box. Don't look at the box, Don't Grandma. Look at the box. <laughs> you look at me, cheater. Let's do it upside down. Let's do it upside down and flip it around at the end. Snorting cocaine. Do like extreme jigsaw puzzling. Yeah, just doing coke the entire time. You can get a, get a piece. Uh, yes. uh, but our friends Jeff and Pat have been in a bunch of episodes 
episodes of your show. Yes, they have. So if you're listening and you want to hear more of Emily and some of Jeff and Pat, you can check out those episodes. And Kumail Nanjiani, who is my co-host. Oh, right. People Kumail. have heard of that guy yeah. for the most part. Kumail was in some of our videos. Yes, he was. Some of the really early videos. Back in the day. I was watching the ones that Thomas Middleditch did uh, with you guys. Yeah, because... I don't know how it came up, but he was talking to me about it. Oh, he said people still come up to him oh, yeah. all the time and oh, call yeah. him dupes. <laughs> oh, and he's yeah. like, it's a blessing and a curse. Oh, yeah. He's like, I love it. I love those videos. But he's like, it's, it's been a little while. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's still quite popular. And so I went back and watched them and they're hilarious. He's, he's so, so good. funny. He's yeah. so funny. He's tremendous. He we, I think in those scripts, up. we just wrote like, in the second one for sure. <laughs> It was like a page and a half for us, and then like one little bold sentence. Thomas improvises. Yeah, he did like auditions, <laughs> and, and he will for like All half an hour. Great. It was just him in a wool sweater in a hot office doing characters for half an hour. So hard. Because <laughs> then I watch the outtakes too. I think you have outtakes up. Yeah, for yeah. the yeah. third one, where he like doesn't know what a DVD is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So and it's just us laughing, and he's just like, "Guys, come on." <laughs> Oh, I like I love that the world is like waking up to how genius he is. Like yes. he's so genius. And so is Kumail, my husband. He was great in yeah, the video. Kumail's is too. fine too, Kumail's but Thomas. Great, yeah. Thomas. Yeah. You should marry Thomas. <laughs> no. <laughs> I would never. Could never. Could never. I, I'm not into white guys. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Mm. All right, cool. Uh and your book? Super you. Super you. Yes. Available on Amazon. Release your inner superhero. And at your local bookstore, my hope is uh, my mom found it at Barnes & Noble today. That's the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. That's the cool thing. They took a picture of themselves having lunch with my book sitting between them. And it's. I thought I was like... Oh, I don't know if you have this experience up. with your mom, but like my parents and my grandparents could never really understand like a digital success. What you like, do. I couldn't yeah. be like, hey, this video has 500,000 views. And my mom would be like, oh, cool. And yes. But like when there was a physical anything, like yes. there's an there was a, like me and Amir were like in a USA Today one time, and my mom was like, "This you guys made it." This is <laughs> That's true. I do feel like older people want like a tangible a thing. Physical yeah, thing, for yeah. sure. If yeah. I mean, if we had a book in a store, my mom would fucking lose her shit. Yeah, right. And then if that book was written by one percent of the people that listen to our podcast, it would be a huge success. Uh-huh. But my my our parents would love it so much more than this show or anything we've ever done. Yep. True. Um. What was I going to say? Oh, is there an audio version of your book? There is. There's both. Do you read it? I do. Wow. I did. It was a very long process. How long did that take? It took me. It took me four full days. Like wow. And uh, and when I got the, they sent me a bunch of the CDs, which I'm like, no one's going to order a CD. It's like, and it's over six CDs. It's nine and a half hours. That's. But is it a digital thing that I can download? And yes, listen to? it's also on Audible. Uh, as that's well. awesome. So that's what people should that's do. That's the key. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which to me, because I like reading, and I, I'm not good at like listening to books, so I keep in like, oh yeah, yeah. You don't have to do that though. But everyone's like, no, that's the thing we yeah. love. Yeah. So it's on Audible. Especially if they're listening Amazon. to podcasts. Yeah, yeah, we all like that stuff. Exactly. And it's me. And I kept being like, when I was doing the reading, I was like, well, I may kind of like go off and like do little asides and they were like no you're gonna read what's on the page and i was like but aziz and tina fey and they were like you're not aziz and you're not tina fey and i was like okay uh so i had to read it word for word and nothing makes you feel weirder about yourself than like reading 
an entire thing right, you, you wrote. have to be like editing a little bit as you're doing like oh shit i should have exactly right, would have been perfect the uh, whole time and you're just in a little tiny room by yourself with like a guy f- super far away from you going do that again and uh, you're like oh gosh it was a great experience but it was like it was uh very interesting how yeah. do i not get his job <laughs> right <laughs> this is a stop recording podcast right now shit you're on track that's uh yeah gateway drug uh all right cool good <laughs> good then it's agreed um <laughs> You want to answer some more questions? Let's do it. Um, another lady. Uh, her name is Cersei. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I you like how guessed you correctly. <laughs> <laughs> We're making a story. Yeah. So, hey guys and Emily. So my boyfriend and I are both in college, and we've been dating each other for a year and a half now. We've recently started sexting, and he keeps asking me to tell him my, quote, naughtiest fantasy. I don't really have one, so I asked him what his was, and he immediately started talking in great detail about my roommate catching us having sex and then joining us. (sighs) This makes me feel really uncomfortable because I don't like thinking about her like that. I feel like I wouldn't want my roommate and her boyfriend including me in their sexting, and I'm also a afraid he might have a thing for my roommate should i be worried and should i say something or or is this just some sort of fantasy that i should let him play out thanks so much love sir c interesting yeah i got i certainly have an opinion but i don't know i want to hear what your opinion is first i think that's a little fucked up That's, I, that's ballsy for the guy to suggest. Just Dude, immediately. I, yeah. I know, like, when I'm telling somebody my fantasy, when somebody asks my fantasy, like, I know that they will want to do something to make it come true. That's why you tell someone. Right. Yeah. But he's the one who brought it up. He's like, what's your fantasy? And she's like, I guess right. I don't have one. He's like, well, mine's you and your roommate. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. So he's saying that knowing that, like, he's... It's, he's testing it, the waters. Yeah, it's manipulative is what it is. So, like, you could... I could be like, hey, my fantasy is like you in a Princess Leia costume. And that would happen. Mm-hmm. Like they would do something. That's make... a one-on-one thing. Yeah. Right. But, and then to, then to say like, it's you and Cameron Diaz. And that's like sort of unattainable. And you could entertain, you could talk about that. Yeah. But to say it's you and your roommate is too, it's Very manipulative. It's, yeah. I would call him out. I'd be like, fuck you, man. <laughs> but that's hard because it's like, let's talk about our inner secrets. And then he says, hit but he took like, that one is bad. <laughs> I don't like that. Good. <laughs> But he also could have been like, you and I are having sex, and someone comes in, oh, right? Yeah. And I like Getting the idea caught of a threesome. Is a total fan- yeah, yeah, I get all that. That's all totally fine. But when you take it to like a specific, I want it to be this person, and I want it to be on a Thursday. And what are you doing on Thursday? Yeah, <laughs> then it's like a. It's very specific. And then you feel bad because you're like, should shouldn't I be more fun, and shouldn't I want to do this? I think what she should do is respond, oh, I just remember what my fantasy is. It's you and I having sex, and then your roommate walks in, and then the three of us bone. There it is. Like, that's it. Like, I call your bluff. All right, let's do this. Who oh, wants to two, go first? With yeah. the two dudes. Two dudes. Two, and then, two, yeah, let's... You want to see how this feels? I'll let you know how it feels. This uh, is how it feels. Yeah. Oh, so this there's no way. There's no quicker way to quell the threesome desire inside a guy. My fantasy <laughs> is to fuck somebody else entirely, and like, you're not in the room at all. <laughs> <laughs> that really gets me off. It's such My a favorite kind of thing. threesome is me and two other dudes, actually. <laughs> and you not even watching. I don't want... I want you in the closet. It and you also have headphones on and can't oh, hear God. and you can't You're see. Playing I want you to be a cuckold. <laughs> I'm a cuckolding fantasy it's person. So tough. You have to be like, have your fantasies. Don't be ashamed of what your sexual fantasies are ever, unless they're illegal. And then come on, get some help. Mm-hmm. Uh, but don't be ashamed of those. But also kind of be aware that when you're communicating them, 
be aware of how it will sound yeah. to the other person. That's I can all. understand this dude having this fantasy. Yeah, like, sure. Oh, I've got fantasies like that. Absolutely. But you don't articulate them to the person who, I mean. But it's hard because you want to tell this person to be open and honest. Oh, no. Uh, and what if it's a threesome? Can he never say that? I think that is a conversation that every couple has to explore. But I feel like the threesome conversation. There's no like polite, nice way to bring it. It's also it. tough to bring up. It's one thing to bring up, I want to have a threesome because I think that will spice up our sex life. Mm -hmm. And it's another thing to bring up, I want to have a threesome with Kathy. Yes. And and then you're like, I think you just want to fuck Kathy. Exactly. And that's not really a fantasy or a... I mean, it's you wanting to sleep with someone else. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not okay. Or it is, but... And maybe it's okay to even have it... Maybe that's a question I would respond with is like, is it cool if it's someone other... Like... And I'm just throwing this out there. What if the two of you went to a hotel, hired a prostitute, and I said to the prostitute, what I want is for you to interrupt us, walk in on us, and then we can all have sex. Because I think what trips up a lot of girls is, oh, that means he's lusting after my friend. When honestly, for a lot of the time, the guy is just like trying to think of another person. It's not even about that roommate. It's just about like, I want it to be another girl. How cool would that be? And maybe the girl would be more open to that than like... Well, now, now you just want to have sex with Kathy, All right. which I totally get. So that's what, to me, that's what sex workers are for. Sex workers? Yeah. I mean, prostitutes, that's what they're for. Like they're there for like to help to you with fantasies up. and there's no strings, <gasps> no strings. So you're, 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 you're pro prostitutes. Okay. I'm getting into a real can of worms you're here. You're pro statutes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. Oh, you're definitely not anti-statutes. As long as I would, I, you know, as long as they're, they're taking care of themselves and they feel good about what they're doing and they're getting paid and doing what they need to do. I don't, I do not have a problem with it. Cool. And, uh, I, I feel like that they're there to help sometimes to help couples do stuff, uh, that's fun that, you know, doesn't, uh, involve their friend Kathy. Have you, uh, have you heard of Thrinder? The Tinder Somebody for throuples. On Twitter mentioned Thrinder to me the other day, and I don't know. Is, that's what it is? It's for singles to find couples or couples to find singles. That's interesting. To, I think that's also good, too. To me, like, the less strings attached when you're talking about fantasies, yeah, the, the right. better. I, I've always, like, you never want to have a threesome. I don't think you ever want to have a threesome with somebody that you all know. Yes. Oh, it's got to be It's got to be a stranger. A li- yes. So, by the way, I don't think a prostitute's going to be a very good actor. I'll just say that. Oh, uh, come on. They're, they're going to come in, oh, I caught you. Oh, yeah, you should do it like someone sag <laughs> after. Right, do it again. Yeah, or do have it again. some auditions. And then maybe maybe <laughs> reach out call. to central casting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you can get an extra, someone who's been doing background work at the very great. least. Oh, that's like, nice. What's Stephanie Zuniga camera- doing right yeah. now? I, I think- <laughs> Stephanie Zuniga. I don't know where that came from. Is she from. camera ready? Oh, she's ready. Thrinder sounds like a really good option. Thrinder's a solid one. I was reading, and like, I was reading like a lady's like a Cosmo or something and the question that the girl had asked like wrote into that advice column was I um, I had a threesome my boyfriend and I had a threesome with our pal and the next morning I decided to run out and get everyone coffee and breakfast and when I came back they were going at it without me my boyfriend and my friend were going at it without me Ooh. and my thought was why the fuck did you leave the room? What's wrong with you? Go get coffee and breakfast? What in the fuck is wrong with you? Don't do that. But you stay in the room. You stay in the goddamn room and you get room service. But, What's wrong with you? But if you leave, if you if you feel so threatened to leave that your boyfriend will just start fucking this other girl, then something's wrong with your relationship. You got to trust the boy to be, leave him alone well, for 15 minutes while you get coffee. Well, I think you got to set those parameters up ahead of time. And the only thing keeping them from that is that you're in the room and that it's probably not a <laughs> great relationship to start like, with. I didn't like, if you have jealous tendency, tendencies, I don't think you can have a threesome. 
I well, feel like you should, like it's yeah. so the the line between three way and him fucking I don't know it's, it's, a, it's a tough line but that's really what the is. parameters that need to be set up ahead of time I'm all for it even though it's not super sexy if it's going to be a threesome you have to set up rules ahead of time that are like nothing without me there yeah uh like right. like whatever rules you want to set up you only look me in the eyes don't right. look at that penis whatever don't let her co- make you come oh yeah whatever rules you guys want to set up and if they had set that up ahead of time because this poor to me this poor dummy boyfriend was like i got to do it last night i'll do it again today yeah. if she's not here we'll figure it out later <laughs> like don't go get coffee I don't wonder, put it in that situation did they act like they got caught or they're like hey we're doing it again kept, come on in and the question i think what she said was that they just kept going at it and can you just picture her walking in the room with like oh. i got bagels oh that's this so what happened that on one of our podcasts where like this dude and his girlfriend participated in an orgy and then the guy like got started to get jealous and he left and the girlfriend stayed in there and like continued to fuck with people and he was very offended. Yeah, like, it's hard. You have to keep rules. You never like, want to leave the you, it's true. You don't, don't want to leave the room. Don't leave the room. Cuz you're only uh, you're only setting yourself up to be really hurt. Exactly. You got to be in together. You're either in it all the way together or if one of you leaves, the other one probably should leave too. It's a very dangerous thing to test people. Oh, sure. Especially <laughs> Oh yeah. There was just, a st- and this is bringing it real down, but there was a uh, story about this murder-suicide that happened, or attempted murder-suicide that happened at Yale last year. Which where part a guy was not successful? Sta- the murder <laughs> well, the, the suicide. guy stabbed a guy in the neck, but did not kill him, and then jumped to his death. And they were like, what happened? They seemed to be friends. What was going on? And there was a, a girl in the room. They'd been having a threesome, and she he got upset that his girlfriend was like really enjoying this other guy too much. So he stabbed the guy in the neck and then jumped to oh, his death. That's wow. insane to like decide to do it like that moment. Like yeah. unless he was thinking of that the whole time. I don't know. But, and, but I'm like, well, that's the worst case scenario. And the poor girl, <laughs> by the way, is like, oh my yeah. God. Holy shit. I was At like, least she lucked out and the murderer died. I suppose that's true. <laughs> That'd yeah, be funny if the guy survived anymore. and then he jumped out of the window and just broke his legs. I'm like, like, well. What the hell was that, Ron? <laughs> Sorry, man. I you fucking overreacted. You tried to kill me. I tried to kill me too. Still. <laughs> That's so fucked, dude. Don't ever let a girl do that to you guys. Well, not even the girl's fault. Clearly, the girl was like, I'm totally fine. I'm doing fine. They had their own issues, clearly. Right. One second, I'm being Eiffel Towered, and then the next. (laughs) The next, it's just a T-bone. Poor thing. Poor guy that died. Uh, Poor guy that got injured. And the two survivors are still at Yale. They didn't release their names, but they're still there. Going to Yale. Pistol Wave in New Haven. Represent, man. Born and bred. When was the next? I'm sorry. Are you okay? (laughs) Jake was the guy that was stabbed. Oh, cool. I was the girl. (laughs) When was like the first test they took after that? Like, how do you like, all right, shake it off. Accounting. Come on. Gotta get in here. Gotta get in my brain working. (laughs) Cannot imagine. Uh, can I ask you a general therapy question sure. since we're running low on time? Sure. But I want to squeeze some more answers out of you. Therapy for everybody or like, would you recommend it for literally everybody? Honestly? Yeah, I think I would. I think it's, um, to me, if you're in a good place, it's like a spa day a little bit. It's like a massage or something like you're doing a thing to take care of yourself and like, so you don't get any other relationships in the world where you get to, it's all about you yeah like it shouldn't be like that in any other relationship but this is a relationship it's not about the therapist that you don't get to hear about their life you don't care about their life you shouldn't but like they're just there to listen to you whatever you have to say so we're in a good place it's just that it's just me time 
basically. But if you're not in a great place, it's good to kind of help you find the skills you need to move into a good place. So I do think it's for everybody. All right. So I've never done therapy. Oh, it's super fun. You should do it. Well, not always fun. But I, 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 I always say like I would do it if it like if somebody made the appointment for me and I just had to go. Is there an app like Therapy Uber? Yeah, Thuber. Is there a thrinder for therapists? By the way, we should totally start that. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a really great idea. Down? Like someone just comes to your house oh my and God. then for like 45 minutes and then you leave. Should There's we poor... cut this part out so There's... that we can <laughs> so save we... this idea? Yeah. That poor therapist though, because uh, what if it's a rough situation and then you're like in someone's house and that's creepy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, think of Postmates, but instead of Chipotle, it's mental th- health. <laughs> I don't hate that idea. You still get guacamole. Yeah. 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 Still get guacamole. <laughs> Just like a little, you've done well today. Do therapists go to therapy? Uh, I did. And I, in my program, we were required to go through therapy while we were in school. Are you more conscious of like, wow, this person's not a good therapist? Yeah. This- but I, I think it's also like, it's like, it's just like any relationship. It's less about like how much training they have and what their like approach is. And more like, do you get along with this person when you sit down across from them? That's it. So right. it takes, sorry, it takes two. You... <laughs> Yeah, so some, somebody is a good therapist to somebody and a bad exactly. therapist to another. And I always tell people audition therapists. If you go in to see a therapist and you feel judged and un, like like they're not, they think that you're a bad person, like anything feels off, you're going to feel uncomfortable because it's uncomfortable at first to talk about yourself to a stranger. But if you're feeling like this is not working and you don't ever want to talk to them about your stuff, don't keep going. I know a lot of people, they're like, you just, well, that's my therapist, so I have you to go. power through. Yeah, there's tons of them. <laughs> Literally hundreds of thousands of therapists so don't see that one again try another one if you're feeling so what's judged. the easiest way for me to find a therapist i really like psychology today which is an oddly amazing magazine it shouldn't be as great as it is but it's like amazing um they have on their website a thing called a therapist finder and you put in your zip code and then you can put in insurance stuff and you can also like just find therapists that are nearby i tell people if you're like a liberal kind of person, I always look for people that work with gay and lesbian populations because even though I'm not, to me it signals this is a person with an open mind that kind of their values might reflect mine. And if I'm looking for someone who would absolutely no way try to help these hedonists, you're a, you're <laughs> you a, can do that too. You're a Trump supporter. <laughs> yeah. you is there a filter, a filter by uh, this guy doesn't speak to gays? Can- <laughs> How do you even find that out? Pro wall. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Just do you talk to gay people too? All yeah. right. Not that no, I am gay, but not I'm... into it. Not into it. Uh, you can look for like religious people. They they have a lot of caveats, and oh. it's all in how the therapists describe themselves. Oh, um, so there actually are like list like they categorize themselves a little bit. Because if you're a religious therapist, which they absolutely exist, you probably don't want to see someone who's like an atheist. Who's yeah, like, I would your... fucking go see that therapist just to like make them real uncomfortable. <laughs> And then you probably should go see a therapist. Those folks deserve to be thrown off a little bit. Maybe so. Maybe so. the boat, baby. (laughs) Um, Oh, hey, yeah. So I was getting railed out by these nine dudes and... (laughs) Okay, sounds great. Uh, (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah, it was great. Um, It was fucking dope. Um, Anyway, have you thought about the Lord? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Jesus is hot. I would let him fuck me. Uh, but that's what some people want and that's available too. But I really like... I think their site is very clearly laid out and there's good people on it. Um, friends, so I recommend that friends therapist is that a weird no no or are you fine with that if all my friends go to one you therapist you just want her to give you therapy <laughs> is this, okay. is this therapy? do you want me to leave happen? the room <laughs> um, I think it's fine to go to someone all your friends go to I maybe wouldn't go to the same person like your significant other goes to right just cause that's like it just gets a little weird but some people do that but I personally would not do that interesting yeah alright psychologist today 
psychology today. Holy shit. And they have a thing called therapist finder and it's great. And it also can put in sliding scale, which is an option, which means that instead of going through insurance, you just pay out of pocket, but you pay based on what you make, which Mm. is good for maybe some of your listeners that uh, don't only have a small chunk of change. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Anything else? Real advice. Yeah. Um, So much real. For things actually got real. The threesome girl, I think she should um, find out. She, well, I just want to finish up there because I feel like we bailed on her. Uh-huh. And she needs to decide if she actually wants to have a threesome and entertain the fetish, right? She doesn't. Yes, she, in general. In general. And I would, and I don't know. I think it's okay to call him out for if his fetish or his fantasy made her feel shitty. Yeah, you want to be completely honest. And yes. then you could say, oh, I'm down to do this, but this part made me uncomfortable. If you are down to do it. Or if you're awesome. even down to just, like, she might just be down to sext about a threesome type Ooh, thing. Ooh, that's a fun time. Sext about it, but never do it. Yeah, just like to to live out the fantasy a little bit, but, you know, not to do it with the roommate because you don't feel like that's sort of cultivating a weird I like relationship. That idea. I also feel like girls now are expected to just be like totally down with everything. Anal on the first date. You don't <laughs> yeah. have Wait to. to the second date for anal. <laughs> yeah. Would you say that? Yeah. Is that on what the it's back cover least. of your book reads? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's around my quotes. Uh, <laughs> and I think it's true for dudes too. I think dudes are expected to just like want threesomes immediately, want anal immediately. Like right. it's okay to like sex on just sex. Totally great. Uh, just fondling and not even having sex, totally great. You don't have to do all the things all the time. Nothing's wrong with missionary. <laughs> <laughs> this is the religious uh, you're still the re- Yeah, you're still the religious <laughs> therapist. <laughs> uh, cool. Emily, Gordon. Yes. Thank you again. You Thank it. you, guys. Thank you. Great job. This was great. You have great, your listeners have great questions. We should have you back because there's so many more questions that are, that need, need your wisdom. Yeah. Um, Let's do it. And if you have your own questions for Emily, uh, but mostly for me, Jay, because unless... Do you want to be replaced, Jay? Is this, crazy? Is this wait, crazy? Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Wait a second. Wait, he gave great advice. If anybody's getting replaced. <laughs> no, no, no. You need a host. It's uh, me, Emily, and Aus. <laughs> <laughs> he knows how to record shit. Uh, if you have your own questions for us, it's ifiwereyoushow at gmail.com. Thank you to Aus for recording the opening theme song. And uh, Emily, what what's your Twitter or, or oh, yeah, Tumblr I'm, or whatever you want people to... How how do people find you? I'm, at Twitter, I'm uh, the Dynamite. <gasps> Uh, oh, great name. I know. If I thought about it when I signed up years ago, I maybe would have maybe done something closer to my own name. It's T-H-E-G-Y-N-O-M-I-T-E. Ginomite. Nice. That, yes. Uh, and Tumblr, I'm at emilyvgordon.tumblr.com. Awesome. Thank you, Emily. Thank you. Uh, and this closing theme song is by Shane McInerney and his accomplice in rhyme, Donald Considine. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week. Bye. <laughs> The short song here about these two guys who see through the lies. Believe me, Jake is the first one. He's awfully handsome. He fucks and he cheats half the time. He's asleep. It's awesome. If you have an issue. These two handsome Jews Cause Jake and Amir The guy that you'll hear To solve all our problems To make us all cheer And it's if I were you Show gmail.com 
That was a HeadGum Podcast.